It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. What's up, y'all? Welcome to this episode of the Grown Manish Podcast. It is the one and only Bowtie Fresh, and my right-hand man is with me. Hey, it's Mike J. What's happening, everybody? Yeah, man. What's going on with you, my brother? Man, chilling, man. Low, laid back and low key, man. Uh, did a little Christmas shopping this weekend, man. You know how that is. So I guess this will be yeah, trying to last with the last weekend before. Well, no, next week because Christmas is Monday. So, well, you know, so definitely for those still uh, got getting out. Still got a little time. Yeah, still, still got, got still time. got a little bit of a. Yeah, I was gonna say still got a little bit of a week there to uh, get some stuff finalized. I got a few more things to try to pick up myself, but the bulk of my bulk of my shopping is done. I honestly am just kind of looking forward to being real chill, some some time uh time just to spend at home and veg out and and not do anything, man. I, I have no mm-hmm. traveling going on this year or anything like that, so uh, I'm looking just to be laid up in the, in the house, man. I feel you, bro. Like I, I, I mean, I have like so much vacation time. Like I'm really like on the verge of getting close to maxing it out, and I'm just mentally mm-hmm. exhausted, y'all. So, I definitely am looking forward to being off like a few days of the week of of Christmas between Christmas and New Year. So, uh, definitely, man. So just you know, y'all keep y'all keep us lifted up in prayer because your boy needs <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I am. I am mentally drained. I dig that, man. You got any uh, extended family uh, plans going on outside uh, outside nah. of your own house? Nah, I man. You know how it is, man. Go see my. You know what? Go see my. You know, I got you know step mama and step parents and all that stuff. But you know, they all. It's all love for me. It's all just extra mamas and daddies to me. So by the time I go see everybody like that, that's Chris. That's all day, man. What about yourself? I'm not. I'm not doing jack, brother. I'm staying at the crib on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I am. Uh, my mom is going to uh, have a little a little shindig at her crib that Saturday before Christmas. Uh, my brother's home from college, and uh, you know, just have some family over there and kind of hang out and chill out, play some games, and you'll know, have some good some good clean fun. But other than that, man, like I am not traveling. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to spend the day in the house watching movies, Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is. I just want to chill out and veg, man. That's for real. I feel you. I feel you, bro. I'm not doing anything. But, man, speaking of movies, what? did you go see that Star Wars yet? We're not going to give any spoilers away. Yes, I did, away, sir. And I don't want to hear about yeah, it. I, I, yeah, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but uh, I, I did go see it. I, uh, I was at, there at the theater on Friday, 11 o'clock. Had my tickets a few months in advance, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely went and saw it. It is a it is a good uh, good flick. Uh, I, I would rank it uh, kind of kind of high up there with with all the Star Wars movies. Me being a Star Wars fanatic that I am, I'd rank it pretty high. Um, definitely some some different twists and turns, but I do like the uh, the direction um, that that the franchise is going. I'll say that right now. I, just, I like the direction that it's going. Uh, it'll definitely leave you with some questions and wanting more, but uh, it's all it's all good, man. Definitely worth going to see. All right, man. So you know, you get into this stuff as more as me, but uh, I was a uh, other night. They, you know, they've been playing like the, all the Star Wars movies on TNT. So man, yeah. I, I seen you know, I forgot what's what's the first one that had Lando in it. 
that the is that the Lando Crowder? Uh, that's a new, yeah. the that was gonna say the, the the first one, which would actually be uh, Episode Four. Um, that's a, a New Hope, Star Wars, A New Hope, and yeah. then you have uh, uh, what do you call it? Return of the Jedi and then Empire Strikes Back. All right, so I was thinking, man. What would your ideal Lando movie look like? Because I know what my ideal Lando movie look like, but I was curious to see. And then, because you know, I think, you know, people who know us know us, like we're totally different in personality and how we kick and yeah. how we get down. So what would your ideal Lando movie look like? I don't know. I, I, that's, that's a good question. I haven't have never really thought about that. Uh, I mean, I, I think it would definitely be um, – I wanted to not have so much of a – I wanted to have like a – from from what I see uh, in the trailer, I wanted to kind of have a Black Panther type vibe to it, um, kind of showing a lot of of how Lando uh, became to be. Um, you know, he he rocked with, with Han a little bit, but Lando had a lot of connections throughout the galaxy. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely, kind of like where he came from, kind of a little bit about his history, but then how he became how he came to be. Um, you know, known across the galaxy as he did. I'm not sure who I would want to play him either. I was sitting here thinking about that. Like, you know, the, the, I'm not sure if, I, if, if I'm if i at a spot where I can say I, I, I want uh, Mr. Colt 45 to go ahead and reprise <laughs> the – but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know who I would want to play him. Um, I would like to see it, uh, like I said, a little, bit, a little bit more modernized. I know they're doing a Han movie, a Han Solo movie. Um, so I, I would hope that there would be uh, some Lando Calrissian in that movie as well, but I don't know. I, I would I would like to have uh, I would like to see, for them to show him, you know, just kind of like you know a, a, as he was, how he became to be, you know, known across the galaxy as he was. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, for me, what about you? Uh, Man, it would be mad. A little different. Uh, number one, you know, Lando. When I first got introduced to him, my man had a cape on with some good hair. So man, Lando for me, man, would be on some, be on like some seventies like Superfly type stuff, Shaft type stuff. Lando be the man. Lando number one. Lando, let me break it down to you, and I ain't gonna take too much time. Number one, Lando would get he would get a revenge on on Darth Vader for you know hemming him up that time. That's number one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lando be the coldest cat up in the galaxy. You know what I mean? Like for those folks who watch The Wire, Lando will have, you know, had them shooters with him. He had people like, you know, for those who watch <laughs> The Wire, I love like Marlo. You know what I'm saying? Cause Marlo was cold mm-hmm. and calculated. Yeah. But he had some yeah. cats like that that was like pistol totals, but they be shooting like razor, you know, lasers and all that type of stuff. Lando be cold, man. You know what I'm saying? They that that perm hair be laid out and everything. Lando probably has some has some nice looking women. All the things that you would think of back in the day that them cats had, that's what Lando would be. But he'd be on some futuristic type stuff. So, I mean, I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, they kind of had Lando. How you going to have a cape and a perm, but then you getting, you getting tossed around and everything by another man? Nah, nah, nah. So, like I said, people, who's who, who's doing, who owns the Star Wars? Now, is it Disney? Is Disney, Disney owns it yeah. So, Disney, yeah. y'all holler at Mike J. I will write y'all. I will write the Lando movie. It'd be rated R. Maybe, maybe you know, it'd be really, really good. It'd be, you know, not just take your kids to go see, but it'd be a classic. It kind of has like a black dynamite feel to it or something. No, it would be, hey, man, but it would be, be cold. It would still stay in the storyline, but Lando would be like Afrocentric. You know, he'd be like, you know, like kicking like a real brother. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like if he's going to have a cape on and, and all that type of stuff, Lando's going to be kicking it. 
He's going to have fine women. He's going to have, like, shooters with him and real live shooters. Lando going to have, like, some Nino Brown type <laughs> stuff into him. You know what I mean? He's going to be, when you know when Lando come in, like, oh, man, that's Lando. That's that dude, boy. You leave Lando alone. Darth Vader wouldn't put, like, in my version of Lando, Darth Vader wouldn't even think about putting hands on Lando. Number one, Lando had them guns, them shooters. You know oh, what I'm saying? Same. And he'd have hey, them shooters. Vader, Vader is. Oh, 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 Vader is Vader was what was that dude, man? Like I, but the thing is, but in my I, version, Vader. but the thing is, in my version, Lando gonna have the force. You know what I'm saying? Lando, this ain't gonna oh, be gonna have, you gonna have Lando with the force too? Man, Lando <laughs> gonna be the force. He's gonna be like so like mind reading. Like it's gonna be on some stuff. Like hey, go get this money. So he's man, so turn he's, this he's gonna be he's gonna be more than just force sensitive. You're saying that he he's actually going to have uh, man, the like force I said, in him, the, not the, just like, like I like like I said, man, the dog you ain't even gonna the Vader wouldn't even think about it. He's like, whoa, 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 I you know, I am gonna go to the other family Lando alone. We ain't even gonna bring out the Death Star. He's gonna avoid it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, man, Lando's gonna be the type of dude, man, he's gonna be a shooter. You know, he's gonna have shooters on the team, he's gonna have like the all a shooter with a shooter. Yeah, a shooter with a shooter. Hey man. All the little dudes that was up in the bar that was like, you know, getting hemmed up by uh Obi Wan Kenobi. And that's gonna be Lando's dude, but they're gonna be like the type of catch like, damn, I ain't even messing with that little plan. We're gonna leave Lando alone. So uh, yeah, man. So like I said, Star Wars. Y'all want to make it an Afrocentric, you know, some rated R type stuff. Maybe some a little, little. Maybe not. It ain't gonna be triple X, but you know, what's the thing past R? NC seventeen. <laughs> I would say NC seventeen. <laughs> yeah, y'all this making sounds, NC seventeen. This sounds 17. like some. This sounds real kink, like a kinky black dynamite or something. No, man. It would be kind of like uh, what's the, the movie, my man? NC seventeen. It's kind of like the movie, my man. Uh, Jay Slay. Shout out to Jay Slay. When he uh wrote wrote a great movie, <laughs> Merc. <laughs> uh, it would be kind of like a Merc sense, but like with real good. And for those who don't know what Merc is, y'all just don't Google Merc on your on your work computers or anything like that. But, uh, it was a great great <laughs> cin- a great a great cinematic uh, masterpiece. But you know, not with all all the other stuff, man. But like I said, you would know. Lando you didn't brought that. You didn't brought the intergalactic titties out for Star Wars. That's not hey, what you doing. <laughs> but, but like I said, maybe on there, like, man, like, not wouldn't say pimping, but you know, his, his force would be strong. Strong. His like, force would like, be strong. <laughs> like, and like I said, Lando, like, hey, baby, go turn that trick. Okay, Lando. Hey, go get that bag. All right, bro. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you know, Lando, he be that dude. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be talking about Luke, or Darth Vader, or Kylo Ren, or whoever the hell, or that little other little dude, the black dude in Star Wars, and the new one. Nah, you be talking about that boy Lando. You be, y'all be talking about Lando like people still talking about Vader today. So you know what I'm saying? He just he wouldn't even wear he wouldn't even wear a helmet though, dog, because he don't want he don't want that perm to get messed up. All you see would be the cape, a pinky ring, and a long and a long cocaine nail. He's like uh, Cobra Commander now. <laughs> nah, nah, he's harder than that, dog. He's, he's, hey, man, Lando, like I said, y'all give me the right to Lando's script, bro. I, I, I get it open, man. But uh, yeah, man, I don't want to spend too much time on, on the Lando Chronicle because I ain't trying to have anybody steal my idea. But hey, man, I know, uh, I know. Lando last week we Chronicle. talked about, uh, last week we talked about what Keaton Jones, man. So give us a follow up on Keaton. Yeah, man. So they're, they're literally like the next day, like this. This whole Keaton Jones thing has a had an interesting turn of events. So those who listened to the last episode or those who don't know, you know, Keaton Jones was a young man who had a video uh, recorded by his mom uh, talking about um, him being bullied at school. 
And uh, come to find out, um, his his parents are uh, allegedly, uh, you know, depicted from the pictures and uh, his his daddy's crimes is why he's in jail. White white supremacist or racist. Um, his daddy's currently in jail and and affiliated with you know racist groups and you know they're they're rocking the uh, the, the the Confederate flag and has some choice words. There's a lot out there on social media and things of that nature for you guys to all go and look. But you know, uh, I. I a lot of conversation around that, and I said it to I said it in the beginning. I'm like, you know what? Like, this kid is still a kid. He's he that's, he's just that. He's a child. He's a kid. You know, his parents are probably you know potentially teaching beliefs because there was a, there was a few stories out there saying that uh, Keaton was the one that started the bullying and co- making racial calling kids racial names and slurs and things of that nature. So the kids kind of turned on him and started bullying him back. You know, so forth and so on. Um, but he's still a he's he's a child, you know what I mean. So, whatever his parents are teaching or you know their way of life, you know he he's going to live. He lives in that. He's going to pick up on that type of stuff. He, I mean, he, at his age, I'm not I forgot how old they said he was. I mean, he, he's beginning he's to grade, kind of realize yeah. that, right? Yeah, sixth grade. So I mean, at, at sixth grade, you kind of know, you know, you're kind of beginning to kind of understand, like, okay, this could be wrong or this may be wrong or this isn't right. But at the same time, if that's all you grow up around and grow up in, you know, in your family. I mean, who's who's to say that that's t- in in his mind from what his his family's teaching him? You know that that's not right. You know what I mean? So uh, for for me, you know, I definitely don't agree with with uh, the the allegations of what his parents are you know are doing and the white supremacy and racial stuff. I don't agree with that at all. You know, that's some bullshit. But at the same time, I can't. I can't turn the eye and say, oh, well, he deserved it. You know, he deserves to get bullied or whatever, because I don't think so. I don't think any kid deserves to get bullied. Um, I think the young man needs to needs to be sat down, um, and some, some real conversations need to be had with the young man about life, um, things of that nature. But it, uh, I don't know, man. It's a sticky situation. I, I don't feel like kids should be bullied, but I, I definitely think there needs to be more – um, than just oh, go ahead and bully him back, or you know, let's let's play the dozens, or let's go back and forth, or whatever you want to call it. Like, there need to be some serious conversations with with all the children involved, um, and then let adults deal with adults. You know, the, the parenting and all that type of stuff. You know, let let that all be dealt with on another level. But the other part that I don't agree with that I saw that um, is that it, it kind of seems like his mama was kind of using him, like pimping him out, like expecting, you know, getting all this, you know, publicity and there's, you know, money being donated and he's getting like game, baseball game tickets, football game tickets, all all this and all this, all this support. And it's almost like his mama's in the background, like, you know, yeah, let's rack it up. You know what I'm saying? She, she listening to Gotti, you know? Mm. So I, I, I definitely don't, don't agree with that at all. That's, that's, that's real uh, fucked up, especially if she's taking advantage of him being, you know what I mean? The whole bullying thing. That's, as a parent, I'm not going to pimp my kid out like that. You know what I'm saying? He, there's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a fucked up situation. Yeah. What do you think about it, man? Uh, I mean, for me, man, you know, I, I guess, I man, I got talked about. I didn't, I didn't consider it a bully. You know, I just, we just joned or whatever. But you know, like you said, he's a sixth grade, so you somewhat know what right and wrong is. You're creating your own opinion, and I guess I'm from the fact of like, if you're saying these things and people are, are reacting negatively to you, then you probably know that you shouldn't be saying them. I mean, then jumping right. also to the fact that the mother, I like you said, the mother was pimping them out. Like, if my yeah. child is in that much, if my child is in that much pain, or anybody close to me, why would I put you on social media to make me feel bad about you 
But then, like, you know people are going to check your receipts or whatever. I mean, I've seen the Facebook right. pictures, and it looked it look real small town. I hate people of color. Like, they had, like, the daughter was holding a gun. So I was just like, okay. And then somebody else had the Confederate flag, man. But uh, I'm just kind of waiting for it to just play itself out, man, because, you know, it's a lot going on with their family. So we'll see. I'm sure I'm right. sure as we record this, I'm sure there'll be more stuff that comes on more next stuff. week. More stuff. Or people <laughs> right. will just forget about it and move on to the next story. So, you know, this is pretty interesting. Yeah, ho- like I said, hopefully, you know, the, the, the proper conversation to have for, for this young man. Um, like I said, I, I'm really not a, a fan of any kid being bullied or anything like that. So ho- hopefully the, the right conversations can be had and will be had so that um, that sort of thing doesn't happen, not just to him, but for, but for any child. But there's definitely some home things going on that needs to be that need to be identified, too. So, you know. Prayer, you know, no matter what, I definitely send prayers for to, to that family so that they so that they uh, their minds can get right and you know in whatever aspect that may be. You know, teaching hate is not okay. Oh yeah, and speaking of prayers, we're gonna jump to that damn Trump news. So the you know the minister the, got put got put out the White House, and for those who don't know who the <laughs> minister is, and that would be Omarosa Manafort Newman. Yeah, man, they got Omarosa out the oh, tank, Omarosa. bro. Yeah, they got hey, man, her out so, the on paint, man. Hey, man, so let me let me ask you a question, man. Because they had Omarosa on, uh, on I think it was, it, is it Good Morning America and Michael Strahan's on? Yeah. Oh, one of those shows. Person. Anyway, so he was, in, he was interviewing her. Yeah, he was interviewing her, and people were complaining he didn't really give her enough hard questions. So Robin Roberts said, you know, well, she said, uh, you know, bye, Felicia, she's going to sell her story. So speaking of selling the story, mm-hmm. do you think that Omarosa is going to air out the Trump administration? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think that, you know, despite all of this happening, I think that she still has a, a certain amount of loyalty to uh, to 45. Now, I don't think that she will. Um, I think that there was a story that has that broke or there was a comment made where she was like, oh, well, you know, Mr. Trump is not a racist. He's just very racial. To me, yeah. that type of statement still shows that you have some sort of lo- loyalty for whatever reason to, to this guy. So, I think I think it'll be a story for her, just juicy enough, just good enough for her to kind of get a little change off of, or you know, keep her keep herself relevant for a little bit longer. But I don't think she's going to air anything out. I think it's going to be real status quo. That's just my opinion. I'm gonna go. I think I think she's gonna. I think she's pissed off. If plus she didn't get what she wanted, I don't know if she'll go necessarily air him out. But I wouldn't be surprised if she airs some of the stuff in the administration out. There's a difference because you could talk about the administration, you know, particularly talking about him. Maybe even sure. the way that she was, uh, maybe she was fired and all that, or let go and all that type of stuff. Second question. So, uh, what do you think happened when Omarosa got fired? Because Omarosa was from Youngstown, Ohio. And she's from, as Steve Harvey say, the projects. So, what do you think happened? <laughs> oh, I think she acted a fool. <laughs> I need to see. <laughs> I, I, all all the cameras and stuff around there. I need I need somebody to leak something. <laughs> I think I think that uh, I think she did probably act a fool. Had probably had had a couple of Secret Service, you know, give her that old heave hole. Kind of like you know, have you ever seen that movie uh, Beverly Hills Cop? <laughs> yeah. Threw Eddie Murphy through the window. <laughs> I think it was. I don't know. I was gonna say they threw her through a window, but I kind of think they gave her the old heave hole. Was like ah, you know, just tossed her. But uh, man, I definitely she acted like fool. I think she. <laughs> like like Uncle Phil type. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, man, yeah, I think she acted a fool though. I think when they told her, you know, hey, you know, you know, you've been relieved of your duties. I, I definitely think she dro- she dropped some words. I definitely think there was a little a little bit of action in the White House. That's for sure. I just I just want to see the footage. You know what I'm saying? Like I I know that there's some footage somewhere. She waved a finger. She flipped somebody off. I know that there was something. I ain't gonna say she tipped over a table or nothing, but you know. She might have knocked up, maybe knocked the paint off the wall or something like that, or, or kicked a hole in the wall or something. I don't know, but I don't think she went quietly. I'm gonna say that. Oh yeah, man. So I think that was a uh, very interesting. So like I said, man, when I'm roasting a whole food, a whole food, not a half a food, not a third of food, a whole food. Right. <laughs> hey, man. Right. So it's been an interesting week in the Trump administration. They can net you net neutrality passed, and for those who don't know, net neutrality yeah. is basically when Obama had it. Where they, they couldn't, you know, internet provider, everybody had to be on the same level playing field. So now, mm-hmm. say for instance, that with Grown Managed Podcast, we are with a certain company. So say for instance, the bigger company calls them along, they could pay the internet, your internet provider's money. So then it will take you a longer time to be able to download our podcast. This will give you a simplistic view. So, mm-hmm. and then your internet bill might go up. So, another thing, you know, that the, you know, that the rich are getting richer. And also this right. week, hey man, well, shout out. I to think Doug it's Jones. one of those things. Oh my bad. Go ahead, man. Cook. No, I was gonna say that I think that the, the net neutrality thing is a lot bigger than what people realize. Um, and then also this week, um, the the president made some some comments about um, the internet and getting control of the internet or or shoring it up or something. He made a comment to that effect, uh, basically stating that there needs to be. Um, some mandates and things of that nature on the internet because terrorists are being um, uh, grown and, and, and developed via the internet at alarming rates and someone needs to get a hold on that or, you know, something to that effect. So um, uh, the, the, the more and more he talks, you know, about certain countries, you know, North Korea, China and things like that, the, the statements that he makes uh, really – pushes the direction of this country as less of a democracy, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, so I just I just want people to uh, keep their eyes open, and, as people would say, stay woke, you know, all of that type of stuff. But um, they're, p- please pay attention to certain, to, to some of these little subtle things that may just get glossed over. You know, everyone wants to talk about him tweeting about, you know, whomever, LeVar Ball. But then when something like this happens, it's kind of real. Oh, it happened, and, you know, it's kind of just moved along. But this is the stuff that really needs some eyes on it. So, you know, just for everybody that's listening, you know, stay up on, stay up on, on certain things and don't be, don't be clouded by the fluff that's going on. Yeah, man. So uh, speaking of that, man, shout out to Doug Jones, man. For those who don't know, Doug Jones was, man, ran for a senator against uh, Roy Moore. And, you know, Roy Moore had his issues with the alleged yep. – you know, sleeping, you know, trying to pursue underage uh, girls, you know, back in the day and, you know, made some really racist comments. Matter of fact, I don't know if it was this episode or the last episode or two episodes before we could tell Roy Moore to sit on the Twizzler. So now Roy Moore can sit on the Twizzler and take his uh, nine, nine, uh, <laughs> nine, nine, nine senator winning ass home to go to glory. So uh, shout out to Doug Jones. And, right. and before I get to that, shout out to black women. Nine, I think 97, 98 percent of black women. Basically, they swung the race in Alabama for you yes, know to get the first Democrat elected to the Senate in like 25 years, man. So, like I said, man, black women have been holding it down. We love black women, so uh, definitely shout out to black yep. women, man. So, uh, 
So both times we've both seen this this Look. story, man. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was saying shout out to black women as well, man. De- definitely the pillars of not not just the black community, but the community in general. Uh, there's a, a lot of individuals that uh, mimic and try their best to be the black woman. So uh, definitely shout out to to them for sure. Yeah, man. So go ahead and talk about what about the CDC. For that, for those who don't know, the CDC is the Center for Disease Control. Yeah. So uh, the, basically, uh, the, the administration, the Trump administration, has uh, required the CDC to place a ban on seven words. Um, those seven words are vulnerable, entitlement, diversity, transgender, fetus, evidence-based, and science-based. Um, I didn't kind of, I didn't read a lot into the article uh, just because I was kind of getting irritated. Um, especially being a healthcare provider, but um, I think that there are—I'm sure that there are certain reasons why certain these these words were very specific, and there's certain there's specific reasons why they um, are now being banned with regards to the CDC. Um, the CDC often reports um, they they are the, the the body that reports you know a lot of uh, mass illnesses, a lot of illnesses that um, illnesses, viruses, things of that nature that can affect large groups of individuals, um, uh, you know large groups of diverse individuals. They could be you know African American, Muslim, you know Hispanic, you know wh- whatever the case may be, um, transgendered. Uh, you know, no, things that can affect that community, um, definitely heavy uh, with regards to children and babies and pregnancy and things of that nature. So um, I am very sure that there are specific reasons why um, this administration wants those words uh, banned and to not be used. But um, like I said, I, I, I am, I'm not in agreement with it. It's just another one of those those little subtle things just little little nicks, you know, at the tree before the tree falls. That's kind of what I say, um, and it's just just one of those things where it's like, you know, there there are mandates being passed, laws being passed, things being ordered that people really need to be aware of and be and 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 stay, like I said, stay woke about um, because um, this type of thing doesn't happen very often. And you know why why these these very specific words uh, words that are causing a lot of um, a lot of questions, words that mean a lot to society right now. And all of a sudden, you know, with regards to the CDC and, and healthcare concerns, these very specific words affecting very specific groups of people are now being banned. Um, so just, just kind of read into it, people. You know, I'm not going to try to force my uh, my opinion on anybody else. I just want you guys to, to kind of read up on things and just be aware. Um, but definitely start to start to put the pieces of the puzzle together. I'm gonna say I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but um there is definitely something afoot with certain actions that are being taken right now and, and we need to be knowledgeable about it. Yeah, man. I really don't have anything to, to back up on that. But it seems like man, every it's like every day. It used to be every week. It's like every day is a new man who's been it's been accused of alleged mm-hmm. sexual assault or sexual harassment, especially high-profile men. So this yeah. week, hey, uh, Mike, we're Zane, focus- real, real, real quick, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but this is something that, that I definitely forgot to address and kind of in our opening. Um, but I definitely want to address um, 
the the actions that that happened in New York this week with the explosion in the subway, the failed you know bomb that that kind of went off, the individual was apprehended, you know things of that nature, all that thing, all of that that went on in New York. Um, I definitely a want to make sure I say that, that on behalf of the Grown Managed Podcast, we send our support and prayers to any individual that was affected by it. I know that there were a few hurt. Fortunately enough, no one there were no casualties, but there were some individuals hurt. Um, but just to individuals as a whole out here as a society, um, everybody, please be careful out there. Um, there's there's a lot going on. I don't want to. Mike J and I always. Uh, send our support to individuals and, and communities that are affected by tragedies. And even, even though this was a failed attempt, I, th- I don't think it was failed. Uh, this individual was still able to do these things um, and cause this stir and uproar. But I uh, want to send support to that community, to those law enforcement agencies, to to the, you know, EMS providers, things of that nature. You know, we, we want to send you guys support and definitely keep keep you guys in prayer because while you may not physically have been hurt, there are, I'm sure that there are a lot of people uh, mentally and emotionally damaged by that. Yeah, I mean, I know they had some. Uh, definitely, it's a blessing that no one was hurt. So I know they had definitely caused some issues with the transportation there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Like, I didn't mean to cut you off, back. bro, but that, that that hit me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. So it seems like every week, like I was saying, it's like sexual harassment or sexual assault especially by high-profile individuals, has been uh, been like, oh, that's all you hear about. So this week, man, I kind of mm-hmm. want to focus on two people. And uh, Russell Simmons is the first. So Russell Simmons, mm-hmm. you know, been accused of sexual harassment and rape by a number of women. But Russell did yeah. something different. He decided to fight back with them. And, you know, there there was a hashtag called hashtag me too, you know, mm-hmm. with some of the different women who've been sexually harassed and sexually assaulted. So Russell came back with his uh hashtag not me. So I kinda wanna get your opinion yeah. about this. So uh do you think that not using a not me defense is a smart defense for Russell Simmons? Uh first and foremost I wanna say that uh the the the, the, the allegation of, of rape, like I, I really hope that, that he, his team, whomever, I really hope that people take that seriously. Um that, that, that that's that's not a that's not an allegation to be toyed with for anybody at any time, um, and I think that that kind of goes that kind of goes along with my opinion. Um, I don't necessarily think that that was a smart defense um, to you know hashtag not me. I know that we live in a social media age and a communication age, and you know you want to quote unquote trend or you know gain support with these little things, but I think that that's just what it is. Like it's a gimmick. I think in my opinion. Um, he's kind of making light of the me, the hashtag Me Too movement. It's kind of like, oh, well, hashtag not me. How about that? You know what I mean? Like it's kind of one of those like, hi, in your face. That's the way I feel about it. Um, I don't feel like it's being taken very seriously, that it, any of the allegations, but especially the, the, the rape allegation, you know. I don't I don't know if he did or has, has or has not, but um, I think that this hashtag not me is just kind of like a slap in the face, like, yeah, whatever, I'll get off type deal. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't think, man. I hopefully, I hope he didn't have like a publicist put this together for him, because you would think of somebody who's been in the public eye as long as Russell Simmons. If you if you're doing these type of allegations and you wanted to play out in the league, you just you just sit back and let let your publicist and just kind of don't say anything. That would be like Bill, you know, that's like Bill Cosby coming out with a hashtag, talking about, you know, no, I didn't, or whatever situation may be. Sometimes you just got to be quiet. Yeah. So I just think that was interesting. Not the not the whole sexual harassment and, and rape allegations, but the fact that he's fighting back and using like 
that as a hashtag to try to you know to try to to try to have his defense, man. But the second person we want to yeah. look at is uh old Tavis Smiley. Old Tav they uh Tavis Smiley got his show suspended on the PBS, you know, for allegations of uh of him, I guess he allegedly was uh making women have have sex with him, you know, in order to keep their jobs and had a real like uh stressful work environment, man. So that was interesting to see that about Tavis. So what do you think about this whole thing with Tavis? Because he fought back. He's you know he he had some uh you know a retort, uh, you know to PBS. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, it, it, at this point in time, it's it's all allegations. Um, you know what I mean? So I. I, I would venture to guess, like I said, that there are people who have, you know, in the past, um, you know, made things up and so forth and so on. I am not saying that's the case here. I don't know. Um, but I also, you know, don't – I don't put anything past certain people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going – I'm not here to accuse Tyler Smiley because I don't know. Um, and quite quite honestly, uh, you know, I – I didn't see Tavis in that light. I'll just I'll present it like that. Um, but again, I mean, he could be one of those quiet predators. You know, you never know. Um, I definitely hope that that whatever the truth is that does come to light, um, and that you know individuals are able to begin to heal uh, from all of this type, all of the situations. Um, I, I I don't know. I I, I hope that there is a um, hope that there's fair recourse for for all these individuals, Russell, Tavis, whomever. I hope that um, that, that criminally uh, these things are looked at fair, fairly um, for those that the the, the victims, but also um, these individuals that are being accused. Because there's a lot of allegations being thrown around about some very very serious crimes. And uh, like I said, I just hope that people can begin to heal and move past it. But I hope that um, you know, they're looked at in a fair manner. How you feel about Tavis, man? Hey, I was just surprised, like you said, man. Number one, Tavis is also from, from Indiana also. So, you know, I think he's from Kokomo, yeah. which is which is north northern north of Indianapolis. So you know, to hear Tavis, you know, yeah, and then sit back losing it, you know, losing being accused of this and then, you know, he's probably gonna lose his show. It's like, damn, you know, it's just it's almost like to me it's, I feel like, well damn, who's the next person? So right, like, well, you know, and I have and my honestly, list. I, go ahead. I was gonna say I feel I feel that I feel that way too sometimes. Like like man, like who like who's next? Like not like who's next is going to be like ah who's next, but like what what person is going to be accused of this? Like what is really going on in this? You know, in the in Hollywood or whatever you want to call it, entertainment. Like I'm like man. Well, like what's next? Like what? What's the next hammer to drop? Like how many of these people are involved in this activity? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So I just think that as long as they don't get Obama, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, now, if, they get, <laughs> now, if they get Obama, man, I'm gonna be out here. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna be out here hurting. Probably gonna be in denial. But then you know yeah, everybody else. I'm like, damn. You know I'm like, all right, man. Damn, they they got such and such, but they get Obama, doc. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm, I'm gonna hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely too, I'm I'm, I'm okay. a hurt. So uh, yeah, man. Nah, so man. that's definitely that's definitely something that I just like look on. Just leave Obama alone. You know this. You know I trust him that he wouldn't do anything like, like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, you know I I don't even I don't even want to have the, the conversation about potential like but I'm yeah. potentially being involved in anything like that, man. It's that's that's gonna hurt too bad. 
That's going yeah, to be too yeah. bad. And it's all—it's already a different day in this country. If something like that happened, it's going to be all she wrote. Yeah, man. So, uh, but yeah, man, we're going to transition to the sit on the Twizzler Award, man. We got got some interesting people this week, man. Got got some access to some local Indiana fairs. So, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start because I heard this one. And I think this one was funny. So um, there was a restaurant in northern Indiana. For northern Indiana, this area they call the region was close to Chicago. And did you know they gave out a baggie of cocaine with the order of cheese sticks? <laughs> person, a person I heard went to about the restaurant. It. I heard about it. So they went to the restaurant, and they said there was like a small bag inside the cheese sticks, and the lady opened it up, and it was a baggie of cocaine. So, uh, dog, if you were so if you went to a restaurant, and, you know, you order some little hole in the wall, and you can... And you got drugs with it. What would you do? I mean, like, I, I probably would just be kind of. I'd hit that George Bush and just be like in shock and awe. Like, are are you serious right now? Like, did they did they get this to me on accident? Was it was it just a part of the meal? Like, I I literally would be in shock and awe. Like, what in the what in all of the hell? Um, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I, I like I said, I definitely think I'd be in too much shock and awe, dude. For real. I can't yeah, I can't say what I would do. So uh, definitely, man. The person, the person. I, I, I know one thing. I, would, I I definitely would be skeptical about driving around with, it, especially in northern Indiana. Those from Indiana, oh. you, you, you know, you know what Indiana's all about. So I'd be like, I'd, I'd be trying to probably trying to ditch it as fast as I could before before the twelve comes around. Yeah, man. <laughs> I ain't man, trying to funny. inadvertently go to jail. And the funny part is, like, the person, the, the worker kept calling, talking about that, you know, that they they would come to their house and get it and all this other type of stuff. So. uh yeah, man. So since that person has some cheese sticks, we're gonna tell them to sit on them to sit on the box of cheese sticks. The employee who put the cocaine in there, and go ahead and put that old and, and sniff up the sniffing pills, swizzle up your nose, man, and let you know that cocaine is a hell of a drug that you need not to be giving out, especially at work. So uh, go ahead, keep, <laughs> keep your cocaine, keep your cocaine at, at at your house or however you get down. But you definitely need to be having the cocaine at work, man. So uh, you know that's just that's crazy, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you <laughs> what hit they, what that. They say. A little, a little, a little extra seasoning salt. Is that what they trying to and, say? And that's more. Than, that's <laughs> and that's more than extra seasoning salt. But shout out to Bobby Brown for frying that chicken in the cocaine too. He said that in his book. <laughs> what? I missed this. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Brown fried chicken. Bobby Brown's out of He said he uh he fried some uh, cocaine chicken and some cocaine like powder. You know how you put flour on chicken? The Bobby wow. said he had the cocaine <laughs> on the chicken. So man, shout I out to fry some chicken for dinner, man. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Did you put a little coke on there? Get you going? Get that coke, Joe? Nah, man. Nah, I'm 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 good on that. I am not shout about out. that life. Hey, man. And you know, and you know, I was you know, and yeah, for dudes who do people who do coke, mm. hey, y'all wild. You know, shout out. Hey, do hey, hey, do you? <laughs> that's, that's like hey, man, shout out to another. This, this. Go ahead. No, I was going to say there's another Indiana story I'm sure you heard about, about the uh, it's making national uh, headlines. The uh, local fertility doctor uh, that was using his own sperm on patients. Um, not, only did, not only did he get found out and plead guilty, he's getting get no jail time. So, man, what you, what you think about this? Hey, man, Doc was out there wilding, Doc. <laughs> he old as hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, man, Doc was out there taking his uh, taking his own man butter and then putting him in for it and then charging, man. That is like the connect. Butter. But I'm just want to know, like, beyond that, was Doc, like, looking at, like, you know, think about it. Say, for instance, that somebody has fertility issues, right? 
So you know, you mm-hmm. you know, husband and wife come in. You know, you know, the husband he you know he ejaculates in the in the cup. Doc takes it. Doc goes in the trash. And, nah, nah, nah. I got the real heat right here. So Doc he gets it right. <laughs> I got the real heat. Whoop, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, guys gives himself that old five knuckle shuffle. And they're like, nah, that's nah, nah, nah. This is this is the shit that's gonna get you going, Doc. So you come out, damn, you know, baby, don't look nothing like me. Doc and they're just laughing, like, got her. <laughs> so, hey, Doc, Doc was wilding, you know what I'm saying? I, I, that's, yeah, that's just, I mean, and, and he was charged. And he, was, he finessed them, too. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to sue you because not only did you take my money, but, you know, you 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 know, right. you, you, threw my, you threw my precious stuff into the ocean and, and, and put your arm up in there. No, baby, going to come out all old and everything else. Baby, come out. <laughs> Come on, old world with a cane and everything else, man. So Doc was out there wilding. So you have, he said he said the baby got a little Benjamin Button going on. Hey, already man, old. Man, man ba- ba- baby come out instead of shooting a pistol. Baby come out shooting a musket. You know what I'm saying? It's a rap. <laughs> yeah, man, that's 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 a, that's a wild story, boy, for real. Like I, when I saw that, I was like, man, this cat's getting like no time. Like I'm, there, there are a lot of crimes that were committed. And you still got no time. Like yeah. it kind of goes back to that. To, it kind of goes back along with the story. You know, a lot of the things that are being talked about in in society today is like you know, it just you just throwing away you know a, a woman's thoughts or a woman's value. You know what I mean with with that type of stuff. Like eh, doesn't matter. You didn't get the right yeah. sperm. You were there for some sperm, but you know, eh, whatever. At least you got it. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of message that it's that it's um, seeing. You know what I'm saying? That came out. What's the what my man say on my super sperm? What's that on damn uh, <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang? <laughs> yeah, Sugar Hill Gang. Doc's like, yo, I got the over the hill gang sperm, yo. That was hot in the street. Right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Doc probably had it that warmed gas. up and everything. Hey, Doc came that in gas. like Doc was like, yo, this this is what they put on top of Cinnabons. So, say man. Oh, so, gosh. <laughs> that's Christ-like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> hey, man, did you hear? Did you hear about? Um, oh, and, and by the way, that that doctor can definitely sit on the Twizzler. I mean, it, it may produce a little something extra, but you know, he he still needs to sit on the Twizzler for his actions, but. I mean, did you hear about uh, some of the comments? There's been a lot of uproar about uh, comments made by Matt Damon about the different sexual harassment claims that have come out. Um, but I can't remember who he was on the interview with, but basically Matt Damon stated that uh, this is pretty much a quote-unquote culture of outrage and that uh, that the behavior needs to be confronted, but there is a continuum. And a lot of people have been giving him flack about, you know, about the comments and, and you know, that that sort of thing. I, I think that people felt like he's just kind of making light of it or kind of like, eh, you know, there's a lot of people saying this. We don't know what's going on. I think that's kind of the vibe that he gave. Um, I don't know, but there's a ton of he's getting He's getting, as people would say, he's getting drugged on social media. Uh, what do you think about it, man? Well, man, that's been problematic because before – there were some black women, they were talking about, you know, access to equity in Hollywood. And Matt Damon made some comments, basically what a black woman should be thankfully thankful that she's in the room. And I can't remember the full comment, but Matt Damon's been problematic for a long time. So for him to say this, I'm not like shocked. So maybe he thinks he's in the born identity or something like that. So, uh, or born ultimatum <laughs> or born sit on the Twizzler. Or you know, or born yeah, on the Twizzler. Yeah, hey, man, is, he's problematic. Definitely not to be made light of, man. 
for real. No, like, not, not at all. I can't say a culture culture of outrage. Like, like, what are you implying? Like, you know what I'm saying? When you when you say that, like, what what are you implying, Mr. Damon? Culture of outrage. He's like mad problematic, bro. That's just how he gets down. So I'm not like you. You see my voice; it, it didn't change. It was like, oh, that's that's not. It's no surprise. That's just how he gets down. <laughs> So man, you yeah. know, since you found this story, man, I'm gonna let you go ahead and give give Matt to sit on the twizzle, man. So how you what, how you want Matt? You want him to, to hang from it, to sit on he it, just snort it? <laughs> no, Matt Matt Damon, like you said, Matt Damon can get that old sniper boy. That's what he can get, straight straight born ultimatum style. Take that sniper boy right to the rectum, boom, done deal, one kill shot. And then the twizzle will come out of his nose. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, so it's 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 out there wilding, man. But uh, hey, man, we're gonna move on to sports, man. Sports was very interesting this week, and the NBA has been really, really good this year. And I've, the NBA has basically, to me, taken over the lexicon. So before we yeah. get into it, man, shout out to Indianapolis for getting the the twenty twenty one All Star game, man. Shout out to Nat yes, sir. Town. Hey man, yes, cause, you know, definitely shout out to Naptown. I was it's this guy let's do on a podcast and he was talking about oh man I should have just had it in, in Sacramento trying to be funny and shout out to Sacramento because we actually have listeners in Sacramento. You know what I'm saying? And I've mm-hmm. been in Sacramento, so I yeah. got really cool. But it's just like yo, number one, I this, and one thing Indianapolis can have an event, a sports event especially. We've had the right. Super Bowl here. We had the All-Star game back in the day. We've had Final Fours. We're going to have a college football championship. It's going to be live. There's going to be so many things going on in the city. And then y'all, so y'all come out here. Y'all holler at the Grown Managed Podcast. We're going to be down there yeah, man. Kicking, it, kicking it tough. And this is a city, once you get downtown, you don't have to have a car. And depending on where you live and where you at, you only have to walk outside, even if it's cold. Right. So uh, it's definitely going to be it's going to be a great event. I have definitely a lot of full faith and confidence that the city's going to put on something great for this event. So shout out to the city, yep. man, before we even get in, before we can get into it, man. But speaking of the city, so uh, Paul yeah, George man. came, he came back, you know, first game back against the Pacers in Indianapolis, man. Did you see the game? Uh, I did not get a chance to see the game. I did not. Okay, so I watched it. I'm a Pacer fan. So, you know, Paul George, he was struggling. He was 3 for 14, right? You know, the Thunder went in the game, not because of him, because but, you know, he made one thing. One, he hit two free throws at the end of the game when they were up by three. So, you know, so after the game, you know, he's he's ta- he's uh, he's talking about how the, the city loved basically Lance more than him and ball game. He's like, Vic, your man, right? Vic, your man, right? Ball game. How denied him the ball. He, like, slaps his hand. So what do you think of, like, Paul George trying to be tough guy now? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not a fan of of Cats trying to be a tough guy. It, it kind of goes along with me and and the whole Kevin Durant thing. Um, PG's a, I think PG's a talented player for sure. Um, I definitely think that uh, he's a little bit soft. Like he takes games off, doesn't really like play to his full potential. Um, he's definitely not a number one guy in my opinion. He's he's a he's a second fiddle, and I to me I think even in in uh, in uh, Oklahoma City, he's, he's third fiddle, and he's still not doing that very well. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I definitely think he's a talented guy. But being a villain is not okay. You, you don't don't be mad at Oladipo because Oladipo's coming out and, and doing this thing. I mean, hell, Oladipo's the king in Indianapolis right now. He, he Oladipo oh, got a lot going Bruce. on for him. Shout out to Brian Miles. <laughs> shout out to Vic. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Brian Miles. 
He's the king of the city, Vic. man. Yeah, Vic is playing good. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's willing to, you know, put the team on his back. He's willing to do whatever it takes, you know, offensively, defensively. But he's, he's propelling himself to be the number one, which is something I think Paul probably has a little bit more just like overall quote-unquote talent. But he doesn't have the heart that Victor had. He doesn't have the drive that Victor had. And that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? That, that makes – you know, that's the difference between good players and great players. And I and right now, you know, in my opinion, I think the Pacers are winning that trade. You know what I'm saying? Because Vic is, Victor is an all-star. Hell, Vic is borderline the MVP candidate. And then you add the bonus into that for the Pacers. I mean, I, everybody who knows both are fresh, I, I freaking hate the Pacers with everything in me. But I will give them props. And they've been playing some good basketball right now. And, and, and it's in part to primarily Victor – but like I said, Sabonis has been—he's been a, a big piece for them. I mean, hell, Sabonis threw it down on somebody the other night. He flushed the uh, he turd. Threw down, he so, threw down the turd. So shout out yeah. before we get on that. So when y'all see people get dunked on in the NBA, you know, you get on social media, throw on their hashtag, drop the turd, drop, drop the turd on them, hashtag uh, Grown Manish Podcast. That's definitely what we got going on. We definitely want to get that trending, man. But the goal of Paul George, and I, we can end it after this. Paul George reminds me, you ever meet a cat, when you, you know, anybody, man or woman, that they dog out their significant other or somebody they're messing around with, but then they treat that person totally different when they're in private? It could be it could be somebody who's with a, you know, maybe they're somebody who they're not really who the world said they shouldn't be physically attracted to, but then when they by themselves, they in love. Like, you remember that show, The Game? Yeah. Okay, so anyway, one of the characters on the game, he yeah. was kicking it with this uh kicking it with a chick with a BBW, big beautiful woman. I think that's what it stands for. Oh yeah. Yes. All sir. right, so he's, he's, shout, he's kicking shout out it. Drake. Shout out to yeah. BBW too. Yeah, so he sir. was kicking it kicking it with her and in private, man, they was doing all the nasty stuff you want to think of and all hugged up. But in public he was kinda of shaming. That's kinda of how Paul George is. He probably was like you know, one of those cats that, like, you know, he probably dogs some dog somebody out, and then he get close to him. He's he's a people pleaser, all in the face and all in love and everything else like this. So, uh, you know, PG he just just doesn't have a heart, man. And then I'm I'm seeing yep. I'm seeing stuff about him, man. It's just like it just shows me this could be your character. And, you know, like allegedly, you know, I mean, let's just keep it all the way real. You know, he got a you know had a got an exotic dancer, he got a pregnant. Or whatever, and he was trying to deny the baby was his. Now he'd be the type of cat to dog her out in front of his teammates and his homeboys, but then be back, be back with her in the hotel or his house or her house, talking about how you love her and how she's different. So you just, you just see, mm-hmm. start seeing the personality flaws in cats, man. And I'm, I, don't, I didn't boo him. I didn't go to the game, but I watched it. I didn't, I didn't, you know, we had a poll up, and I didn't agree to boo him. I was just like, you know, nonchalance. You know, like I said, yeah. both I said, the Pacers won the trade. But you know him acting like a sucker after the game and like shushing the crowd, where he was three for four. Yeah, games. straight sucker. So, yeah, you had nothing to do like, with that. You had nothing to do no, with that. <laughs> not at all, man. So he just he just reminded me of somebody soft, man. I didn't want to get too much on the tirade, but man, shout out to but shout out to them cats that's, that's soft like that, man. You know the world needs suckers like y'all. So keep being a sucker, PG, and uh, we're gonna keep it moving, man. So uh, yeah. hey, man. So uh, talk about your uh, talk about that one-two punch. <laughs> hey man, you know everybody who knows Bowtie Fresh, yeah, y'all y'all know I'm a diehard Bulls fan. Um, and my, right now my Bulls are we're in a bad bad situation. You know, right now we're we're pretty much just in tank mode. We we need we need to get the first we need to get a, a high draft pick. But 
uh, nonetheless, you know, recently, you know, our enforcer, our GM, our uh, president, our our physical trainer, pretty much, you know, the the, the, the strength coach, the backyard bully, two-piece Portis, Bobby Portis, that's what we call him, uh, two-piece Portis and, and Nicola Miritach, uh, recently got had, or I shouldn't say recently, a few months ago had an altercation, but uh, I reported uh, b- pretty much broke his face, he broke his jaw in two different places, and uh, gave him a concussion. Um, but but the the part about this story is that the Bull uh, Miritach is back, and ever since Nikola Miritach has been back, the Bulls have won. He's been back five games; they've won five games. Miritach has scored twenty or more points in each one of those games, so he's kind of been the guy. Uh, Two-Piece Portis has actually had pretty solid games uh, since Miritash has been back, but Miritash has clearly been the, the focal point of the offense. Uh, but in that, you know, I, I, I just gonna, I'm just going to say it's in poor taste uh, from the Chicago Bulls organization. They uh, had a, a, a stat line, like a visual stat line. They posted uh, Bobby Portis's and Nicola Miritash's stats next to each other. And the title, of the, the title of the little image or whatnot was called One-Two Punch. Now, if if your guy, your your focal point of offense, Nicola Miritach, is back and he's playing great, and you guys are winning, I'm just not too sure what that promotes in in the locker room by you guys saying one two punch. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just one of those things where you know the the organization is already in disarray. You know, we definitely need to fire guard packs, both basketball fans, Bulls fans. Y'all know what that means. That, that's our GM, uh, you know, GM owner. Well, hell, we need to fire Hoiberg, Her, Hoiberg too. Like, all, all the rat bastards need to go. That's from, a, that's from a diehard Bulls fan. They have driven my organization into the damn ground. But that's neither here nor there. It's just in poor taste for them to say one-two punch, especially if we're trying to move past that and, you know, the guys are actually playing good together, so forth and so on. It's just one of those – it was one of those kind of like, you know, is it a flub? Did y'all do it on purpose, trying to make light of it? Whatever it is y'all done, you know, y'all need to stop. Let's get back to basketball. Let's get back to tanking so we can get the number one draft pick. And uh, I as, as somebody, and somebody who hates the Bulls, I think one-two punch is a poor taste because I think Bobby knocked him out with one punch. I don't think it was a one-two punch. I think it was that yeah. straight right hand from Thomas Hearns that ended it. I don't think if it was a one-two <laughs> punch, Bobby, the, the owner Bobby Portis would have killed him. But no, nah, it was a one hitter quitter. You <laughs> laid him on the ground. And shout out to like both times I seen somebody take the one hitter quitter a few times growing up. We seen somebody Ooh, take the one hitter quitter yeah. in the mall and one time he did the Zab Judah leg like he was doing the uh thank you leg. <laughs> but this was in the this he was in the nineties. So shout out shout out to them people who, you know, get hit with the one hitter quitter. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so I de- I definitely uh definitely wanna sit back and shout out to Bobby P, man, the owner of Chicago Bulls. <laughs> he's running, hey, he running the city Alright man So uh, last week on Speak Up And for those who don't know Speak Ups are uh, You know we want to basically talk about different issues And you know things that come across our desk Or feeds or whatever So last week we talked about the throuple And for those who don't know D-Ray Davis the comedian The light skinned brother from Barbershop He's been in some other things He was in a relationship with two different women So they call it a throuple So three you know, three people in a couple so uh, one of so one of our loyal listeners, we're gonna call her Regine Hunter of Living Single Fame. She had a re- had a response. So you want me to read it? Or you want to read it? No, you go ahead. Okay, she said I don't see anything. We're talking. She's talking about the trouble. The trouble, like I said, D. Ray Davis, one man, two women, or however you want to do it in life. It could be two men, one woman, two guys, and one woman, two 
or yeah. three or who however they want to do it. Doesn't make a difference. Okay. I don't see anything wrong with it. If I was consenting adults, go for it. I read an article about a couple that permanently brought in the third person, and the per- third person now lives with them, and they operate in a three-person relationship. If it works for them, then great. I have a funny story that goes along with that. But should I tell the people? Yeah, go ahead, man. So not that I'm a racing hunter, but about somebody else. So let's just say that I knew somebody who their son was their, they knew some, their son was going through a divorce. So the son moved in another man's wife and kids into their house, and they began swinging. So they were basically, uh, so at, at different times at night, the, another man's, his wife would sleep with, with her son in the bed, and they would just take turns being with her. So they had their own, she had, their, she had the throuple. She was one woman mm-hmm. and two men. So this is very interesting, man. So I don't, I couldn't get down like that. But you know, shout out to the thruple, and it's, it seems to be very, very, very active. And people like you know having these relationships where they're dealing with you know two different people, and they're and they're getting shared. So it was just interesting to yeah. see another man sharing another man's wife and taking care of his kids and everything. So shout out to them. So hopefully I think I think that I kind of I mean in, in my opinion. I, I kind of agree with Regine. You know what I'm saying? If, if from what I've seen and what I've heard people talk about, and you know, heard people's conversations about it, and you know, interact so forth and so on, like it's just like you know, dating someone except you're dating two people, or you know, in a relationship with two people. Like they each um, are kind of like they they each have the same amount of love for the, the other two. You know, everybody gets along. Everybody's contributing to the household, you know, financially, you know, emotionally, emotionally, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if that's what works for you, you know, whether, like Mike J said, if it's, if it's two women and one guy or two guys and one woman, three guys, three women, whatever the case may be, you know, if, if, if that's what you do then, and that's what makes all three of y'all happy, I mean, who am I to hate? Who am I to, you know, say that's not, you know, that's right or wrong? I think it's very interesting um, you know, as far as how to balance things, as far as, you know, is one person jealous that the other two are spending time together too much, you know, more than they are, or, you know, that's the, like time sharing, all that type of stuff. I think it's, I think it's interesting. I, I would love to have a conversation with individuals who, who, you know, participate in that type of deal just to ask, you know, my, my questions, I'm not going to say my ignorant questions, but my questions out of ignorance because I'm not in that type of scenario, but like there's questions that I have. They're like, okay, how does this work? How does that work? How does this operate? Um, you know, if it is a situation where, you know, it's let's, let's just say for it, for example, it's it's like D-Ray, one guy, two women. Um, how is that different from like the whole sister wives thing? Is it because the women love each other equally too, and they spend time together without him? You know, like those type of questions. You know, I, I, I think it's, it'd be interesting to me to have that type of conversation with someone. But if they're all adults and they all enjoy it and consent, you know, more more power to them. Yeah, definitely. So if anybody who has a relationship like this or knows somebody who would like to get on the show, uh, definitely get in contact with us. Our contact information yeah, will be in the description on the episode, and we definitely would keep it discreet, and we definitely would like to talk about it because I'm just curious. I personally wouldn't want to get out like that because even if, you know, you be you know, some dudes like, oh, man, I'd be great to have two women. Emotionally, I couldn't take living with two, two women. I just, I, I, just I mean. Not. But, I mean, know, would you be able? Would you be able to? 
would you be able to be in that relationship? I mean, people say, like you said, guys say, oh, I want to be with two women. Most of the time they're saying that from a physical standpoint. Would you, would you be okay being in, in a relationship? No, I was going to say, would you? I'm saying most guys would be like, oh, I want to be with two women. And then they're saying yeah. typically that's the physical part. But I'm saying, would you think that, uh, or would you think that those guys would feel a certain type of way if the two women were spending significant amount of time without them? Because that's the way these situations, these, these, these relationships typically work. So yeah. how's that guy going to feel when he's left out and the two women or the two other people, you know, the other guy, the, the woman and the other guy or whatever. How do you feel when you're the one that's left out? Like, oh, we just want to kick it today. Or we want to chill today. We're going to go have coffee. You know, we'll be back. Are yeah, you I'm like, nah, we're, we're, we're a throuple. We all go. Or do you, are you just yeah. in one of those situations like, all right, I'll lag back, you know? How does I that think work? in order to make I'm that work, I think – I think you have to kind of let let the people have the space because it could be like, hey, I'm feeling feeling this person today. Just like we talked about in the throuple, whom where when I about you know the person who I know their their son was with another man's wife. She could be like, you know, hey, I want to be with because you know I want to be with you know such and such today, or I want to spend time with with my actual husband and my kid, and we're gonna go to the zoo, or however the situation may work. So I don't know. Right. So it, it's definitely interesting. So for those, like I said, like we said before, for those who know anybody or those who are in these situations, holler at us. Our information is in the is in the description on the episode, and we definitely would like to talk because I'm just curious how all this stuff works. So uh, yeah, man. So that's definitely it's it's a little kinky, but I just emotionally I know <laughs> I could I couldn't handle it. You know, one woman is enough. Two, you know, emotionally two women I couldn't handle. I dig. So uh, I dig it. Hey man, would you so be able? Would you would you be able to handle it if it if it was if it was another guy? Hell no, dog. I'm not <laughs> trying to go. I'm not trying to go up in there, man. And be like, damn, man, what's going on, man? Oh, this is this is just Jeffrey. Hey, yo, man, dog, did you did you use my towel? Or are these your boxes around here? I come back, you playing my you playing my Xbox One. You watching my TV on my couch, drinking my beer, smoking my cigar? <laughs> Hell no, man! Please, I'm I'm good. You never hey, what know. if he passed you a controller? Like, hey, let's get on this 2K. Man, nah, I'm good, man. Because, like, say for instance, let's just keep it real. Like, talking about that situation, I know with them people. Say for instance, like after, mm-hmm. say for instance that you were the husband in that situation, and your you and your wife moved in on another man, and then after they did the do. And like, say, friends, you weren't ready to go to sleep yet, and y'all, and and my and my husband's out there watching TV. Like, what type of conversation do you have afterwards? Like, I'll bet, man, you, <laughs> you tore it up, boy. You, damn, boy, you did some things I ain't done in years, ain't since we dated. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or do or do you be like, hey, man, she's sleep, or man, she's oh, what if or what if you tap out early? And you like it? She's calling him to come in for for another round. You know what I mean? It's so many, it's so many variables in this situation, <laughs> man. That you know, it's just, it's a lot. So you know, yeah, like y'all just call, you, hey, just call you, just call yourselves a legion of boom. Just tag, tag a boy in, hey. Go finish I know, it right? You done? Yeah, you done? You done? Or, uh, or what did she start talking about? Yo, my you man. Up, yeah, you came up a little short tonight. I'm gonna come with Jeffrey. <laughs> Oh man, damn! <laughs> he coming there, there talking about, hey man, you know, you got a little whipped cream and some aspirin, and shorty wearing me out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, fun. <laughs> Yo, dudes, I know wowing. But uh, man. hey man, like I like I said, man, it's just it's crazy. But both sides. Hey man, so have you heard of? 
And I was going to say, so have you heard or, or read anything? And I know I sent you an article kind of late in the week, and I, I don't know if you had a chance to read it. Um, but there was an article in the New York Times, um, and I think it was also in the, L, uh, the L.A. Times and also in the New American Journal. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, different different conversations on social media, of course. But um, there's a, I guess you can call it a movement or, or you know, scenario taking place uh, with individuals referring to themselves as pedosexuals. Um, and for those who don't know or, or haven't heard of this, it, a, pedos, a pedosexual is an individual that uh, is identifying themselves and as an individual that is attracted to children. So pretty much pedophilia. Um, but pedosexuals are seeking, um, not, not just pedosexuals, but those, in, those individuals as well as some in, individuals in the, in the medical community um, are seeking, I guess you can say, uh, a, a sort of refuge or are seeking um, for the ability to be placed under the LGBTQ umbrella, seeking protection. Um, so that they do not face um, any criminal charges or you know any type of uh, any type of backlash or anything like that um, based on their quote unquote sexuality. Um, and this is, this originally kind of came up or was brought up from individuals in the medical community stating that uh, pedophilia uh, should not be a crime; it should can be considered a disorder. Because um, right now, you know, pedophile, you know, if you, if you come forward and, you know, say, you know, you've been involved in some activity with, with a child or, you know, children, individuals under age, um, you, you are subject to, to, you know, a lot of uh, criminal, um, you know, offenses. Um, but there, there is some talk in, the, in our society that, um, that these individuals should be able to come forward um, and, and seek the help that they are looking for. You know, if they say, I need help or need help understanding this, you know, I'm not saying I need help to correct it, but maybe just help understanding my sexuality or whatever, um, that they should not have to face, you know, any criminal charges or anything like that of that nature. They want to um, – there's, there's um, a movement in our society saying that they should be protected and, and be able to express their sexuality and without uh, backlash. Um, number one, I mean, I, w- I want to get your take on that, Mike. Like I said, I'm not sure if you read any of the articles that I sent, but uh, and for those uh, that follow us, I'm going to try to tweet out uh, these articles so you can read it on your own. Um, but at, at, for those who know Bowtie Fresh, um, I am I am a medical professional um, by by skill by trade. That, that is what I do, um, and e- even under the the eyes of science and medicine, for me. Um, I, I'm not okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand, I understand where these therapists are coming from. I understand where um, physicians are coming from when they're saying, you know, oh, this is something that could be, you know, should be considered this, and we want to help. And like I, I, I understand it um, theoretically, um, but I just, I just cannot support um, something like that. I, I cannot be on board and watch, you know, an individual uh, be protected for um, messing with kids. And I'm just going to say messing with kids because I refuse to talk about anything like that in detail because it's disgusting and, and despicable. Um, but anybody who messes with, with kids, you know, to not face any repercussions for that. I just, I, I can't accept that even under the eyes of science and, and therapy. Um, but at the same time, um, our LGBTQ uh, brothers and sisters are um, individuals who uh, face a lot of different things, you know, with their sexuality and, and with their um, lives, and I think that something like this is just kind of like, like, like 
making a mockery of what they are have fought for and are still fighting for and and living through. You know what I mean? I just I just can't get down with that, man. So you know, I'll, I'm gonna let you chime in on that, Mike. Kind of give your perspective on it a little bit. And, and like I said, everybody, I, I'm gonna try to tweet out the different articles so that you guys can all read them, um, and you know, send us some listener letters and some feedback on social media. But Mike, man, what, what's your take on it? Yeah, I guess it was something we talked about it, and uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to read everything. But I'd like I'd kind of second what you said about you know you there's one thing to say hey I love men or I love you know if I'm a man who loves men or I'm a woman who loves women or I'm transgender or transsexual or queer whatever your thing is another thing with children's a whole other thing and then it gets you know so I, I don't if you love the, I mean I feel bad if you something that you're dealing with that you can't shake but it seems like when we talked earlier these people have already committed crimes against children so. I don't feel bad for you if you go to jail. I mean, that's where you should mm-hmm. go. And, and you probably will have a nice place in hell for you to reside. So it's one thing right. to have those urges and you feel like you can't talk to anybody about them. It's another thing to talk about you've already committed the crime. You have, like, you know, maybe child pornography and those type of things, you know. So, for example, right, did you hear about the guy that tried to trade chicken Alfredo for sex? No, I did not hear that at all. But I was going to get a person to sit on the Twizzler, but it didn't because I ended up reading an article, and it was a uh, it was a college student who tried to meet up with an underage boy, and he had lube with him, chicken Alfredo, and I think Sprite. So he was trying to meet with an undercover undercover officer, and he ended up being arrested. So this individual, and under from what they're trying to say, for what do you call a pedosexual, then he would be able mm-hmm. to not be, you know. <clears throat> go to jail or be protected, but even though he was just trying to have an underage meetup with an underage boy and have sex with him and then bring chicken. I mean, right. it's just, I mean, I think that's too serious of a thing to do, give a, you know, sit on a Twizzler, but mm-hmm. and that's kind of, it kind of all brings it back full to full circle. So like you said, man, I, I don't, I mean, there's one thing for science and medicine and everything else, but it's another thing for self-control. And, you know, right. your actions. And if you choose these actions, which are the horrible, despicable, beyond reproach, then there's going to be a, a consequence. And your selfish actions have to have a major impact on these uh, on these children's lives. So, right. you know, to kind of sum Definitely. it all up, but no, I, I, I don't. So, uh, yeah, so we can, you know, I'm, I'll, let, I'll let you run this conversation. I haven't read everything about it yet, but definitely I don't oh, know, man. I, I think I'll... I agree with you. I don't. I don't. I don't feel that they should. That should be the out, especially if you've committed crimes or you have kitty porn, anything else. You know, I, I just don't believe yeah. that. Yeah, no doubt. Like I said, I, I definitely want to get some some more of that information out to to you guys so that you can read about it or you know just Google it if you if you if you want to. Um, but apparently, like I said, the, I believe one of the articles I read um, was cited as far back as 2014. Um, but I think that, or from what I've read and see that, you know, some of this is getting a little bit more traction now. So, um, again, just one of those things that I want you all to stay alert of, um, stay, you know, up to date on different things that are going on and um, watching out for some of these subtle things, you know, laws things that, that get attached, that get attached to other laws and things of that nature. So just be aware of it, be informed and, you know, share with us your opinions, you know, uh, get, get at our social media, send us a, an email, our Gmail address, and, you know, let's let's have some open dialogue about it. You know, maybe there's someone out there that feels the exact opposite of, of Mike, Jay, and I, 
and can provide some sort of perspective, you know, in, into that thought process. So, um, again, this isn't a place to, you know, shame or anything like that. We want to open dialogue with, with, with individuals. So, you know, hey, let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, man. So uh, we're going to transition, you know, uh, to this. We do like a, a grown managed podcast this week in hip-hop history, man. And we got one, to me, one of the greatest albums of, hip- of all time. And that would be mm-hmm. Dr. Dre, The Chronic. The Chronic was released, was released on December 15, 1992. So, Bowtie, give me your favorite three songs off The Chronic. Uh, favorite three songs off The, <coughs> excuse me, off the Chronic, uh, definitely nothing but a G thing. Like that, that was one of my favorites. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it, but one of my second favorites is "Let Me Ride." That beat was just killer. You know, I just, I, I just really loved the song. I loved everything about it. Excuse me. Um, and then I would probably say my third, probably like a tie for my third song. Um, I like "Nigga with a Gun," and I like "The Day the Niggas Took Over." Like to me, both of them are kind of like tie for me as, a, as like one of my third favorite songs off of that album. Yeah, what about I you, remember. Man? I guess before I, I remember, like you know, we were ten when this came out, right? So shout yeah. out to for yeah, me yeah. I heard it. My uh, my uncle Elliot, he's now deceased. He had it, so we were sneaking. Mm-hmm. He was sneaking, let me listen to it, man. So for me, man, my favorite song was "Let Me yeah, Ride." Shout out my uncle Clarence. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to Big C, man. Big C, one of our Big OGs, C, man. man. So uh, yeah, man. So let me ride is my favorite song off the album. Matter of fact, I have that. I for a while was having that be my alarm to wake me up in the morning to go to work. But uh, I feel like having yep. hearing bitch in the morning, you know, wasn't the best thing to wake <laughs> up to. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, let me ride. Uh, Dre Day, um, and probably uh, probably the dated nigga. Probably uh, the dated the uh, niggas took see. over. Yeah, probably the dated niggas took over. But yeah, man, I think it's one of the greatest hip, greatest hip hop albums of all time. So, in your opinion, so what do you what do you rank the Chronic as far as top five, top ten, top twenty of hip hop albums of all time? Hip hop albums of all time for me personally, I, it's gonna be top three for me. Okay, like so what's your other like two? I, I like I liked it that much. Um, for me, my, my number one for 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 me. Um, my number one album of all time is Equimini by Outkast. That's 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 my favorite hip hop album. That's my favorite my favorite album, hands down, Equimini from Outkast. Um I don't know, like my like my my second, third, like they they can all flip flop. Like the Chronic is up there. Um excuse me, uh, the Chronic is up there, believe it or not, Juvenile's four hundred degrees is up there for me personally. Um Man, there's a, there's a lot of stuff out there. Tupac's All Eyes on Me, that's up there for me. Um, like I said, it could it could flip flop between them top three, but by hands down, um, the Clementine is my number one favorite album. Period. Point blank. That's it. Um, but I I, could, I definitely could put Dre Day or, or the Chronic. I mean, in my top three. Yeah, man. Uh, for me, man, it it goes man for how my mood is, but it's definitely man one of my tops. You know, I usually have to say top ten because for me, music is a mood and how the mood I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, and then it's also it's not accessible. I mean, I had it. I have a copy of it on my old computer, on but my I don't. CD. I didn't, yeah, know, <laughs> yeah, but I don't have like I never did buy it again. And it's also one of those things since I don't have Apple Music anymore, I can't stream. 
But it's definitely solid right. one of the greatest hip hop albums I've ever heard. The production on there is top notch. And it's even like the oh, small yeah. details on from what Dre did and how he influenced the coast is is great. But uh yeah, man, it's just and it's a funny thing how he talks about Equimini. I remember buying that. As a matter of fact, I bought you and I I bought Equimini, we were at Best Buy together. Best like I said, Buy, yeah, I remember that, man. We go we go back twenty five years, so basically all those albums we basically all have the same the same ones we've all basically bought them at the same time. But uh yeah. yeah, man. But another album that came out and this was fifteen years ago was Godson by Nas. I think this was his fourth album, fourth or fifth. But uh this mm-hmm. came out December thirteenth, two thousand two, so fifteen years ago. So give me your top three songs off Godson. Man, honestly, like I don't, I can't say that I remember a bunch of songs off of there. Um, I will say one of my favorite songs off of there is uh, the song with Alicia Keys. I can't remember what the name of it was, but everybody who knows Bowtie Fresh, I, I love Alicia Keys um, for many reasons. Um, but I, he had a song on there. No, what, are, what are them the reasons, brother? It. Don't what are them reasons, brother? Don't 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 uh, not tell the people. Oh. Oh man, uh, for me, Alicia Keys is just beautiful. Like she, she's a beautifully beautiful physically. She's, I feel, I feel like she has a beautiful soul. I think that you know, like for, as a fan, from what I can see from you know different social medias and how she handles herself, she's like a decent, you know, decent personality or whatnot. I know a lot of people give her shit because they're like, oh well, she broke up uh, uh, the nose and his wife. She was the other woman and all that type of stuff. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but for me, you know, Alicia Keys is. Uh, she's she's right. She's right. Um, but uh, I, I can't think of the name of the song. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm trying to look it up right now. But he had a song, song on there with Alicia Keys that I liked. Huh? Warrior song. Yeah, Warrior song. Yeah. Uh, I like that cut. Um, I definitely liked I Can. I, I can. Um, and I want to say... Trying to look, I'm trying to look up the thing now. Like I said, the num- number one was probably that, that song with Alicia Keys. Though. That was that was one of my joints. Um, the Cross. That's what the, one of the other songs was called. I like The Cross too. Uh, for me, it was uh, Made You Look. It was uh, Last Real Nigga Alive, and it was Book of Rhymes. That was my like. That was my joints. Man, I fact, I was listening to those songs. Uh, you know, for me, I'm a playlist type person. I do a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. Was, I'm a playlist. Yeah, so it was just clicking back and clicking back and forth, and I was like, "Oh man, that was my jam right there." So yeah, man. Yeah. So definitely, man. Those, those. Two, I'm a nice like fan. That's one of my favorite people to actually hear rhyme, because I just, I mean, I just think think Nas is just, just great. So uh, yeah. I mean, that's just, I, I mean, just from the voice and what he's talking about, and some of the stuff be kind of factually a little inaccurate. You know, as I got older, start talking about the Sphinx and all that stuff he was talking about, but neither here nor there. But I just think now he's right. born to rap, so I just think he's, he's great. But uh, yeah, man. So if there's any else? So what we're gonna do is like every you know every episode, we'll always find a hip hop album to talk about. You know, this gets significant. It has significant point of time many years ago. So uh, definitely we'll give our opinions on that. And if also for people, if you have some albums that have been out for a long time, y'all want Bowtie Fresh and Mike J to listen to. Them, Shout us out. Send us on the social media or email and all that stuff in the description of the of the episode. And uh, definitely holler at us and we will talk about it on our next show. You know, make, yeah, find no us, make sure it's something we can find. Now, don't, don't try to yeah, have a man, we, we can't that we can't that we can't get to. 
because I ain't gonna buy it. Yeah, man. <laughs> for 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 those, uh, like I said, we we're growing with you guys. You know, as as listeners and things of that nature, we love music. Mike J and I both love music. So anytime you guys want to want to talk about some music or send us some stuff, hey, please do. We would love to engage in conversation about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, that was just one of those things of, you know, as far as getting that. So if you have that, send it on in. And as long as it's accessible, you know, I have title, he has Spotify, and we definitely will talk about it. But, uh, you know, every time we have those albums that come out, you know, you know, a certain amount of time, we just Google hip-hop history and it just pops up. So uh, definitely give yep. our, you know give our in-depth, you know, description about it. Because music, man, means something to me. Like, I, I can't go a day without listening to music. Like, yeah. this is the thing. It's like, and Dang. it's necessarily not the new stuff. I mean, some of the new stuff I like, but, you know, I don't, I'm not going to get on my old man, you know, high horse. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just something, it's just something you know, I just, it's, it is something I feel, man. So, uh, definitely, I'll probably give you all a little bit about that Jeezy that came Last week I haven't finished it yet in the Scarface, so uh, probably I'll probably tweet out my thoughts this week. So you know, y'all let me know what y'all think, man. So uh, hey, Bowtie, you have any, no doubt, any closing bro. any closing thoughts, my brother? Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, my my closing thoughts were I, I definitely want to get back to the basics. Thank everybody who has been rocking with us. Uh, we continue to grow. We continue to see more and more folks, you know, rock with us, follow us. Definitely much love to each and every one of y'all. A little bit of closing thought for me, a little bit of words as I normally give you guys. uh, I want to say that the struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. So just kind of marinate on that a little bit, you know, soak it in and and just understand that everything has a purpose. Um, Things that do not go your way just make you stronger. Um, and, and your tomorrow is going to be brighter every, every time. Every time you are blessed to wake up, you're getting a little bit stronger. So, you know, just let those words marinate and, and drive you through the work week. Yeah, no doubt. I second that. But uh, also, for those who want to see Mike J write the Lando Kardashian movie, the real tales of Lando, you know, straight out the bando, you know, holler at me. Put some money behind <laughs> it. We get this popping. You know what I mean? We can, you know, get this get this money. Like I said, you know, trusting me, you know, Lando would be definitely that dude. Y'all be talking about Lando from the, you know, from now to infinity, because I have Lando on some. Lando be that dude in the streets. But uh, that gonna yeah, be the name the of the first... movie, Lando out the bando. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Tales of tales of a real tales of a real. I can't get. I can't even give you the title because I don't want to steal it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> definitely, man, it's gonna be. It definitely would be it will be on point, man. And like I said, man, all jokes aside, we appreciate everybody who's been getting down with us this year. You know, we've uh you know, we've been learning, you know, learning with y'all, figuring out how to do this type of thing, you know. Bow ties and health kids, he's in medical in the medical profession. I'm an educator. So, you know, it's just this is not like our full time job or anything. It's just something we like to do. So I appreciate everybody been supporting us and um Definitely, uh, if you know this, you know, you guys have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Happy Hanukkah. Happy if Hanukkah. You don't believe, if you don't believe any of that, just enjoy the time off with friends and family. You know, just enjoy it. So uh, definitely, we'll yes, definitely sir. holler at y'all. Uh, hopefully next week. You know, what I'm saying get one no, on yes, in before, yes, before Christmas, man. So definitely a holler at y'all, man. So and we out of here. Peace.
stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.